Welcome back to Mike and Maurice's Mind Escape. Let us help you escape your mind. got a little story here if you guys want to bear with me for a second uh, and this applies to what we're exactly talking about in roughly 196 bc the egyptian priests of memphis created the rosetta stone for ptolemy v to show their support and respect the stone contained hieroglyphs demotic and greek three different languages demotic's like a, a different form of egyptian writing soon after the end of the fourth century a.d when hieroglyphs had gone out of use the knowledge of how to write these were basically disappeared. Nobody knew how to write or read hieroglyphs. In the early years of the 19th century, scholars were able to use uh, Greek inscriptions on the stone to help decipher the key. The Rosetta Stone was discovered in 1799 by one of Napoleon's officers. The French army was then defeated by the British a couple years later uh, in 1801, and it was taken back to Britain. Thomas Young, who was an English physicist and polymath, was one of the first to show that some of the hieroglyphs uh, presented the sounds of a royal name, which was Ptolemy. Uh, so that kind of like stalled after a little bit, you know, he came up with that and there was this like, oh, big breakthrough, you know, and then nothing really huge after that right away. And then, so there's this guy that comes along. So Jean-Francois uh, Champollion, his dad owned a, a library when he was a child and he became a prodigy philologist, which is an expert on languages. He spoke many different languages. Uh, two of them he spoke fluently, which were Arabic and Coptic. The Coptic alphabet is a modified form of the Greek alphabet and with several different uh, letters borrowed from the Demotic Egyptian script. So in 1822, Champollion published his first breakthrough uh, where he was able to decipher some of the hieroglyphs, which was never done before, showing that uh, they had a writing system that was a combination of, it was phonetic and ideographic, meaning they used both how we use language and also picture symbols. You see birds and actually the way you read the hieroglyphs is it always goes towards the bird's mouth. So before this was discovered, many people thought that a lot of this, the Egyptian stuff was very esoteric or ritual based and the Rosetta Stone, that's what was on there and they would never be able to decipher it because it was just this like made up thing or this mystical thing. So Champollion basically deciphered the rest of it, and because uh, the one that's the three different languages they used the Greek to kind of decipher the rest of it, um, and he became like one of the first Egyptologists. Basically, or that wasn't even really a thing, and he deciphered the hieroglyphs, and he, you know, that's how we know what we know. Now, the whole point of what I'm trying to say is this story highlights something that was created from meaning and something special to a certain people. That was their consciousness. Then they lost it and it was forgotten to history. Then by chance, somebody with passion and the right tools comes along and again lifts the veil and reveals the true knowledge connecting basically our ancient past to you know our current consciousness. And uh, one quote that I like for all this kind of stuff is from Pericles, and it says, time is the wisest of all counselors, which is true. The more time goes on, the more we learn. The more we learn, the more we know. And I know what you're saying about we're just giving meaning to things and there's no real objective truth to these mm -hmm. objects or these symbols or whatever. Like it's something that we're assigning value to. But at the same time, I think this story is an example of true knowledge because 
this person was able to take something that was lost to time and then recreate it through the eyes of what the people were creating in the sense that it's a physical thing that was written down. Whether they took different meaning from those exact words and letters is a different story. Like, you know, you can interpret it the way you want to interpret it, but the actual physical language was lost to time and then rediscovered. So that, I think that's an, an example of true knowledge in this realm of reality, if you will.